Thank you for joining us for this week's message from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. Each week we share thought-provoking and life-changing teachings on topics that are important and relevant to you in your life. We hope that you will be encouraged by our weekly podcast and will tune in regularly. Now let's join the First Christian Church of Great Bend for this week's message. There was this kid I knew in the third grade. Um, he's a bit of a loner, a bit of a nerd, you know, and nothing wrong with it. I'm a bit of a nerd myself. But he would do this thing where he would pretend to be a superhero during recess, and uh, he would, like, put his arms out and be like, look, I'm Superman, and he'd go and fly all around the yard and uh, not fly, but run, you know, fly. And um, one day he decides, hey, I'm going to pretend to be Spider-Man. So what does he do? He goes and he gets on top of a table. He screams at the top of his lungs. My spidey senses are tingling. And then he jumps off. And when he lands, he falls and he breaks his arm. Panic ensues. He's screaming. We're screaming. The teachers are screaming. It's chaos. And so they rush him to the nurse's office. They get him home. Uh, his parents get him to the doctor. The doctor puts on a cast and all that stuff. So the next day he comes in. And he comes in with this bright green cast on his arm. And everybody thought it was so cool. They wanted to sign it. They wanted to talk to him about how he got it. Um, I'm pretty sure he told people that you know he fought off a bear or something like that. <laughs> but he was, he was so excited because all these kids wanted to talk to him. And not having many friends, he was very glad to start to get new ones. And as he realized, hey, this cast is what, uh, with this cast, I've been able to make all these new friends, a month later, he had to get the cast off. And he was telling me that he was very upset because his mom was making him do this, and he didn't want to get the cast off because he thought the cast was the reason that he had all these new friends. You see, he finally had this new school life, and for him, the cast is what made that possible. And he wanted to leave it on. But being a good mother and not listening to her third grade son for medical advice, she got the cast removed. And when he came back to school, what he discovered was that he didn't lose any of his friends. He didn't lose any of the, the cool games that they got to play during recess. No, what he, got, what he learned is that he had that ability to make those friends on his own. He learned that it wasn't this, this cast that kept his friends, it was him. But let's imagine for a second if he left that cast on. Right, what would have happened? The muscles would have atrophied past a point of expectation. Uh, he's a growing boy, so that would have created complications if he kept the cast on too long. If you've ever had a cast, you know that they stink. And, you know, could you imagine keeping them on for more than a few months? No, they'd be gross. They itch, too. They itch, too. Thank you, Louis. Yeah. But he was willing to take the itch in for the friends. I guess it's a trade-off there. But for us, you see, just like that young boy in his cast, we all have that one thing in our lives that we hold on to, that we say, hey, this is what makes us worthy. This is what makes us important. And so there's another story I would like to share. There's this young man, a young Jewish boy, you know, from about 10, he learns a trade, he starts studying in the synagogue, and he's working his entire life 
in order to be successful. On, you know, he, he's keeping the commandments. He's doing everything that he feels he's supposed to be doing. He's making all the right moves. He becomes a very successful businessman. And he's like, man, I really want to know more about God. I really want to know how I can get closer to God. And he hears of this rabbi coming through all the, throughout all the synagogues and the land. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to talk to this rabbi. I'm going to talk to him and see if there's something that I don't know, something that I don't have that I can work on. And so he goes and he goes and he, he, he talks to this rabbi and he goes, hey, rabbi, what must I do to inherit eternal life? The rabbi returns and he says, go keep all, you know, the commandments, keep all those. Have you been doing it? Have you killed anybody lately? Young man goes, no, I've kept all these since my youth. And then Jesus says, and it says this in Mark 10, Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, you lack one thing. Go sell what you own and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away shocked and went, went away grieving, for he had many possessions. See, why would Jesus say that? Why would This man has worked his entire life to get his earthly success that he got, right? Why would Jesus say that? He doesn't say it to anybody else. He might say it to a couple people, but he doesn't say it to everybody. When he's on the Sermon on the Mount, the whole thing isn't just him repeating, go sell all that you own. So there's a reason why he says this to this man. Firstly, the key to understanding this question or this, this commandment that he gives him, the key to understanding it is to go back a bit and see that it says he looked at him and he loved him. And I like to think, why does Jesus love him aside, him, aside from him just being Jesus? Because he loves everybody. Um, but why does it say that Jesus loved him? Well, and I think it's because of the authenticity of this young man, right? A lot of us really want to have a closer relationship with God. A lot of us really want to be able to grow spiritually. And just like this young man really wanted this, Jesus sees that. But the issue is, is that this man was focused on his earthly success. This man was focused on building up his wealth. And especially back in the ancient days, uh, they strongly believed that if you were doing good in life, God was happy with you. But you see, this man's metaphorical cast wasn't something as simple as, oh, stop, you know, lying to people or, or hey, don't murder anybody. I mean, it's pretty easy to do, although there's a few people that I would, you know, okay, if pushed. But <laughs> I will not murder people, I promise. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, we all have that metaphorical cast. And for him, that was giving up everything that he had because he valued it so much. You see, he put his earthly success above his spiritual life. And that's what Jesus saw. That's why this man, that's why Jesus loved him. And in our lives, we need to identify what our metaphorical cast is as well. 
And this is not something easy to do. This is not something that we can just kind of do on our own. Right? This isn't something that, because if, if I was honest, I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm a perfect person. I do nothing wrong. Maybe I should be a little nicer to people who cut me off in traffic, but, you know, eh, not bad. But there's two steps. The first one is the church community. When we fellowship with each other, we get to see each other in a different light. We get to say, hey, man, this is something you need to work on. For instance, John every once in a while will be like, Joseph, you're being a huge jerk today. And I'd be like, oh, didn't notice. Sorry. I'll work on that. And we need people in our lives to do that, right? The second is that we have to understand we can't do this alone. We need to understand that we need God in our lives. As, later in the scripture, Jesus goes on to, his disciples are like, well, then who can get into heaven? And Jesus is like, nobody, <laughs> except with God. He says, it's impossible for you to get into heaven, but nothing's impossible with God. And we have to be the ones to lean on him to make up for our shortcomings. Because let me tell you, it's really difficult to start to give up things that we prioritize over our spiritual lives, right? Sometimes, sometimes we get so busy in today's day and age with our kids' activities, or maybe we're just watching too much TV. But when you look at your life and you're trying to figure out your metaphorical cast, what you deem makes you successful, makes you important, but really it hurts your spiritual life, when you find that out, it's not going to be easy to give up. So why does God ask this of us, of us? Why does God ask us to sacrifice something that we've worked so hard on? Something that we placed above him. Why does he do that? And it's not because he's trying to big, be a big meanie in the sky. And Jesus doesn't tell this to the, this rich young man because he's trying to be a jerk or anything like that. No, actually, it's the opposite. You see, God asks us, to prioritize him, to focus on our spiritual life because he loves us. You see, just as the young, Jesus loved the young man, he also loves us. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for bringing us here this morning. I just pray that as we continue, continue to grow in you and as we continue in our spiritual walk with you, that you guide us that you bring us to a point where we can, we can be okay with letting go of some of the stuff, where we can prioritize you in our lives. I just hope that as we uh, continue in your kingdom that you surround us with people that will help us grow. I pray that you surround us with people that love you just as much as we do. We thank you and we pray this all in your name. Amen. You are invited back next week for another life-changing message from the First Christian Church of Great Bend, Kansas. Please check out our website at www.fccgbk.com. That's fccgbk.com. May you have a blessed week.